right, Saturday night here. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess it's about to cross over into night. And here we are. I got Francis thing still up from last week. So I'm going to put that up here. Oh, wait a second. I'm missing it. I forgot there's a soccer game I was going to watch. Uh, but yeah, so we got to Francis uh, trends up. So I said, well, let's keep using them. Uh, you know, why not? Uh, but so I was trying to think of, uh, I said, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, what, you know, what good things have crossed my path? And I have a couple, but then I had heard about this, this, uh, and, and I wish my, you know, sometimes I wish, uh, you know, I could borrow someone's brain or their intelligence for a little while or what they're intelligent about. Uh, cause a lot of people like will scoff at this or think it's like me being, uh, like a humble brag or, low self-esteem, but I'm not an intellectual. Like I don't have the brain capacity. Like sure. I got, I got, when it comes to dull stuff or some, you know, just story swamp stuff or being curious and, and wandering around the story swamp. Like, I, I, you know, I, I guess I have, those are areas where I have an aptitude, but on certain other things, I just don't have an aptitude on that. And I don't think that's like a judgmental thing. It's just a, it's just a way my, my mental makeup is, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not a big fan of some, some people with like the brain, you know, there's more, their brains can handle these more complex things. Uh, I don't know if I'm not necessarily jealous because I just don't understand uh, what it'd be like to have a brain like that. And I guess I don't see it like a zero-sum thing. It's not like I'm losing out. It's, and I'm thinking about my siblings. I have a couple of siblings. Oh, like, uh, like maybe they, they have, like all my siblings have, they're good at different things, right? But my brother, Ken, my youngest brother, he, he has like one of those intellectual type minds. He's not the only one, but uh, like where he can process it. I don't know. He can also remember. That's one of my things. It's like, uh, I read a book and I say, geez, what the heck was that about? I, I mean, I don't even, couldn't even tell you neural snarl ways. I, I mean, that's about the only thing I could tell you from the intro. But so I got curious about this thing today and I wish I had my brother here because he has like a really good recall and then an understanding of what was happening. Because I was thinking of Charles Dickens, you know, and, and we did it at the holidays. I like to go to the Dickens Fair. Which, if anybody's only been listening for a couple months in the Bay Area here, we have this thing called a Dickens Fair, uh, which is a bit indoors. It's a bit like a Renaissance Fair, but just with Charles Dickens-related stuff, and it's set in Victorian London. And it's it's uh, you know it, it, for me, I enjoy that thing. I love being immersed. I love suspending my disbelief. I love people that are. I also find it delightful, people delighting in their own interests. So the people that are, that are performing or working there or that are just super fans that are there, I find that so delightful And seeing people like totally into what they're doing. I remember a couple of years ago, there was somebody, uh, Carl's, Karl Marx was there. And I didn't know if it was somebody that worked there. It was just someone that showed up there that loved Karl Marx. And, you know, I, I usually, uh, now back before, uh, I gave up the ghost, as I like to say, I used to go to the Dickens fair and I would be, you know, I'd have multiple levels of distraction going on uh, and uh, different level chemical levels, uh, when, when I was there, uh, which I thought would further immerse me and maybe it, maybe it did, uh, or I said, oh, geez, that's what makes it fun is, uh like floating through this Dickens fair. And for people that can handle that, maybe it does. But then I've returned, and I was worried about returning to the Dickens fair as a sober person and not being able to partake and just wondering what it would be like. And then uh, maybe last year, maybe I went the year before. I don't think I did, though. I don't think I could handle it. But uh, last year, this holidays, I went... And I went once for the show where I was recording the whole time. And that was a bit exhausting because uh, I was just at working. And, and, and that was one of the first, like, uh, opportunities I had with the podcast to actually get permission to record someplace. 
uh, out in the open. So I found it, it, it was very, uh, it was very tiring. It was just a lot of work, but it was cool. We got a lot of good sound and uh, two episodes came out. Some people, the, the people that like being that immersive audio really liked it. And then, you know, I learned a lot of lessons and I also learned more about kind of recording on location stuff. Uh, but the reason it came up today was that, uh, there was this, this thing that came up, uh, where I came across this idea of this this person who who was who had been ex- overexposed to Dickens as a child, and his his name was actually um, uh, Neural Furlson, we'll say, and, and Neural like as a child, you say, well, what kind of name is Neural? It's a Northern European. That's definitely a Northern European name. And it's a lovely name, Neural. Go ahead, you know, if you're, you just say it to yourself, something Neural. Neural, what did we say, Neural Swirlson? I don't know, for a while I called him Swirl, and he asked me, he said, no, his name's Neural. And he said, and I, he said, I already forgot your last name, but because all I can think about is Swirlson. And he said, well, just call me Neural. And I said, can you know, this happens a lot with me. I said, can I call you Neural the Swirl? And he said, absolutely not. And, and this person was the head of a big kind of company that, uh, you know, they kind of felt obligated to, uh, like I said, well, they're in a position of power and I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of the, the podcast boy. And I said, you know, today I said, well, I'll just call you Neural Swirl. You know, in the rest of my brain, you know, ideally, the sw- I said, but who wouldn't want to be called the Swirl? And he said, I, I wouldn't, you know, I was named Neural. And I said, Neural or Neural? Neural, right? And he said, and I said, is this like nuclear or nuclear, nuclear? Do you say nuclear or nuclear? They said, we have a listener, nuclear test. She's real nice. They said, you sure? They said, I think I asked her if I, well, I thought I was trying to get her and get Muskie to hire her. Do you know Muskie? And he said, Elon. And I said, oh, boy, you're on a first-name basis with Elon, huh? And he, he just, gave, you know, he gave me the silence. So I said, well, okay, Neural. I said, well, I guess I'm on a first-basis name with you, Neural. And sorry, I mean, I'll be tempted to call you the Swirl. Or I think Neural the Swirl. I mean, no offense. I'm pretty good at this. It's not, I'm not a, uh, maybe you were made fun of that as a child. We could reclaim that. And he said, I thought you were here to help me with my Dickens issues. And then I, I said, hey, you know, I should not supposed to laugh at that kind of stuff. But it's like, uh, you know, when someone says they're Dickens issues, even when it's under a contract. So the, that's another thing you should know. It's like I say, well, how am I going to keep making this podcast? And I start trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, I think this came over like a couple weeks ago. I said, well, it's just rich people. That's maybe how I'll figure out how to do it because they don't really have any time to, you know, other than the podcast, unless it's an obscene amount of money. And obviously someone named Neural, uh, you know, they, 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 they like uh, this guy, he worked for, he, in his company said, uh, you know, this is the kind of thing you're not sp- I probably, luckily... I spilled, like, right after we signed the contracts, I spilled, like, a coffee on it. So I said, okay, well. And I said, did, 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 I, did I initial everything? And they said, no. And, they, and, then, and then, But I said, well, we got to get started with, if we're going to deal with his Dickens issues, because there was a shareholder meeting uh, coming up or investor meeting, some something. And they had chosen me because Neural's business partner uh, who may or may not be musky, who's comfortable being called musky. Uh, you know, I mean, not, not that I've met musky, but uh, I can, I, I would bet that musky would be cool with with being called musky. I mean, that's, and the swirl's just as good as musky. That's what Ken Neural said, please, can we just start, I need to get this Dakin's issue. And I said, okay, so so we had taught, like, it, it, like this was a new business venture for me which luckily I had this friendly business partner who was like neural needs you. Like we had talked about it and I'll be honest, it's not, I'm not a good person, you know? So most of the first couple hours were like, I'd be, I'd be laughing hysterically, which is appropriate for this on more than one level. But I'd be like, okay, tell me again about neurals, uh, 
he's got Dickens issues. And then I'd, you know, laugh. And then I would do different plays, you know. But then his his partner was like, I'm serious, dude. Like, uh, I don't know what we're going to do because we got this big you know, meeting about the money. And they're scaling some kind of platform, which, of course, I felt like Homer Simpson. I was like, what the hell does that have to do with investors? But then he said, you know, like, he said, just use easy. And they said, like, Twitter or something. I said, oh, okay, okay. So you're going to... And he knew I needed money, so he said, you know, we'll pay you boho bucks if you can get him over his Dickens issues. Which, spoiler alert, you know, just so you don't have to stay awake, obviously, they didn't, you know, as with all these, you know, I didn't get it paid, of course. uh, But that's neither here nor there, because the story lies within the journey, my friends. Uh, but I said, okay, we'll tell, I said, okay, so we set up the business side of it. And I said, well, we'll have to hire, I said, we'll do some kind of exposure therapy. I have no, and I said, you know, I just do a boring podcast, right? I have no expertise in anything, even being boring. It's just me being myself. And he said, this is exactly what he needs. He said, neural won't trust, you know, it's not going to be. He said he needs some kind of outside-the-box therapy. He said, you know, we're in the tech industry. And I said, to be honest, I think this is dangerous. And I said, if it wasn't for the obscene amount of money you're offering me and the fact that I'm being very clear that I have no business doing I said, I don't even know what exposure therapy means, but I'll, I'll try. You know, I'm willing to try. Also, even though I said I don't think is you know most people perfect, I said as long as you understand this is an amateur. I said, but I'm getting paid, and he said, don't worry, don't worry. And they said Dickens issues. He's got Dickens issues. So I said, okay, well you're gonna have to set up the Dickens fair. You know, we're gonna do exposure therapy. This will help. And I said, well, this will help out the Dickens artists. Most of them were on a Renaissance Ren Fair circuit. Well, this was a couple months ago, so right before it. And so we were able to catch it right around the right time. And I said, that was another big check they had to write. And that one actually got Royce. You got prepaid because they have to rent a place. And I said, set it up and, and get real audience members. And they said, I can't be a part of any of that because I'm not good at, at, at any of that kind of stuff. And he said, don't worry, you know, I'll handle it. And then I sat down with Neural, and I said, you know, this was, and once we got past the fact that I couldn't call him Neural the Swirl, I mean, I guess I should have talked to him first before I set out as, you know, that's what a professional would do. But again, I don't I think I need to explain myself. Uh, I did this for the money. I did it for the money, 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 you know. But so I sat down with Neural, the Swirl, you know, <laughs> the Swirl. You see, I mean, he should be a wrestler, but he was, you know, a North, small Northern European man. Uh, so I sat down with Neural. I said, okay, so let's talk about your Dickens issues. And he said, well, I'm not really coming. And I said, yeah, don't worry. I said, well, we can talk indirectly about them. I said, how do they manifest themselves? And I tried not to overdo it as I tend to, but I did cross my legs and I put, you know, one hand on my knee as I'm doing now. So maybe you sense my... And I did not honestly say, I was looking at it from the, the podcast perspective. I said, just, maybe I just got to be myself. Like, uh, So I said, we're not entering a therapeutic relationship, but just tell me about your manifestation of your Dickens issues. And he said, well, don't you want to start? And I said, no, no, start with the manifestation. Because I said, you know, that's, that, I said, doesn't that word? I said, I don't know. We'll ex- can we explore what that means together? neural like uh, manifestation i said where where is it coming up and he said with money and and, and i said okay and he said uh, uh people asking for money troubles me and i said okay i said tell me more and this is in a non-therapeutic way neural but you know and just use because i'm using techniques that are from you know familiar doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean I'm still not a buffoon. I'm just a friendly buffoon. But sometimes people go to the zoo to relax. And I don't know, you, 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 you talk to your partner. And Neural said, I don't find any objection to you trying to help me with this. And I said, okay, great. So tell me, how does it, and he said, well, I said, tell me, how does it, what happens about money? They, and he said, I don't like people asking for money. 
And I said, okay. And then I said, so how do you feel about asking for money? And he said, well, normally I don't have a problem with it. Uh, you know, with the work, you know, Sid talked about, this was really boring. We talked about cognitive dissonance and, and value and shareholder stuff. But then Norrell said something had changed because, uh, uh, I don't know, but to be honest, I, stay, I, I, I tuned out for just a few minutes when he talked about what, what exactly he had to ask for money about that it changed. But I said, okay, so like begging, that kind of thing, like uh, an orphan, like Oliver, and then he kind of cringed. And he said, so you're sure this is all connected to your Dickens issues? And he said, uh, he said, unfortunately, I think it is. And I said, okay, well, let's see. And he said, what is your, he said, so have you already dealt with this on a professional level a little bit? And he said, of course, otherwise I wouldn't be able to you know, talk about it in such a discreet way. And I said, okay, so tell me just like, a, and he said, well, I was overexposed to Dickens as a child. Uh, my parents were Dickens obsessives. And, you know, I wanted to have a wider variety of children's literature, and I was jealous and of other kids that were getting sci-fi or fantasy or even, you know, present-day-based. And he goes, all I could consume was Dickens, but he goes, also, I had an issue of uh, pleasing my parents. So he goes, hey, I would pretend I liked the Dickens, and, you know, we'd act stuff out. And I said, have you been to the Dickens Fair? And he goes, no, 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 this is, uh, you know, he goes, I just moving to America recently. And I said, okay, so you haven't been to the Dickens Fair. That's good to know. But he said, you know, whatever, so, you know, resentment and repression met at this place inside him where, you know, that's the stuff the professionals deal with, you know, iced over, I don't know. And I said, well, we got to get to the Dick. I said, we're going to go to the Dickens Fair. We're going to be immersed in Dickensian London. And, you know, we're going to try to try to deal with your Dickens issues. And I want you to uh, know I'll be here. I'll be there with you. And I said, it's, a, it's all imaginary, but we're going to try to pretend that it's not imaginary. I said, but we'll have a safe, I said, whatever, like, what is it called, an anagram or something? No, I said, where you go, C-R-O-P-O-R, C-R-O-P-O-R, Cropor. And he said, Cropor. And I said, if you need to say that to yourself, uh, you know, if you get stressed, just close your eyes and say Cropor. And he said, what does that mean? And I said, I don't know, Charles R. O. Cropor. I said, just say it, Cropor. Cropor, he said. And I said, see, isn't that soothing? And I said, I think it stands for something. But I, I, I said, I'm not sure. Maybe you could figure that out. Maybe the first C's for Charles Dickens. I'm not sure. And he said, Cropor. And then I said, okay, we're going to go to the Dickens Fair now. And I said, uh, we're, we're going to get dressed up and we're going to get in petticoats. Or, and he said, petticoats? And I said, isn't that what they're called? And he said, I don't think so. And I said, well, did you say, oh boy. He said, I got all your sizes here for petticoats. And I said, are those like, do you wear a petticoat with bloomers? And he said, did you order me bloomers? And I said, no, 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 no. But he said, they did ask about bloomers on the phone. Uh, but I'm always afraid, you know, I, I'm not cut out for calling businesses about stuff. So I said, uh, I gave him your size. They said, yeah, he's going to need a petticoat. And I said, I think they said, do, do you want bloomers in that same size? And I said, I'm sorry, that, that'll be terrific. We'll see you. Uh. And then he said, so I said, okay, don't worry. This is, we'll, we'll be fine. He said, we're, 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 you know, we're paying for everything. Don't worry. Uh, so we headed into the Dickens Fair, and I said, okay, like, uh, and we headed it, we went to, like, outside there was a van where we got changed, and, yeah, it turned out Bill Petticoat uh, it has something to do with the dress, which I said was, I said, okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, and then I said, well, maybe you should wear these bloomers under your pants, and he said, why? And I said, uh, I don't know, I said, maybe that'll help you be sillier. 
And I said, yeah, but you, then you'll have a psychological advantage over everyone because you'll be dancing in slacks, but really you'll be, you'll know you're dancing in bloomers. And then I said, I said, is a petticoat the same thing as like, a, what are those things called? I said, could he wear a petticoat under his suit? And everyone, I mean, this always happens with me with, uh, any type of costuming. Everyone's just laughing like I'm some kind of comedian. And I mean, I guess I don't take it the wrong way, but I'm always like, uh, I'm sorry, was my question hilarious? Cause I don't, don't think I was joking. Uh, and they always are laughing and dressing me and then laughing. And I never feel self-conscious, but I always feel clueless. And they said, uh, they said, so is he wearing, and I said, what are those boots called? Are those the petticoats? Those ones? I said, he doesn't need those because he's got the bloomers. And I said, you did, and then he, I looked over uh, Neural, and he uh, said, it really gave his the legs body, the bloomers. And he said, he said he looked like a fool. I said, no, 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 you look like an upstanding Londoner. And then I said, well, I got to get changed. And he said, what are you getting changed into? And I said, prepare yourself, Neural. He said, you're going to wish you're the swirl in a second, but don't worry, I'm your friend. Remember that, Scorpor. See, poor Corp, whatever I told you to say to yourself, just say it. And I kind of wish I did dress in some sort of, you know, boomers and petticoats. Uh, Petticoat Junction, was that a uh, band or a a play or a show? Well, you know, I got dressed as a street urchin, of course. And, uh, you know, then I came out of the dress. And then, then of course, I don't even know what I did as a street urchin, but, of course, all the costume people were laughing their asses off. I think it was because I kept asking for more. I said, do you have synthetic dust? And they, they, they was kill- I, and I wasn't kidding. I said, do you guys have charcoal here? And they said, for what? I, they, and I said, so I said, uh, and they, I said, well, I got to get in. I'm in, I'm a method urchin. And then they were laughing at that. I said, no. And I could, that I could see how it was funny, but I said, uh, I said, I've been rehearsing for a while. I said, I fell down. I said, I wanted to be a chimney sweep. So I went down a chimney, even though I'm an urchin. And then, of course, more laugh. And I said, then this is part of my character. And they said, uh, who, who, who's your character? I said, well, I'm not sure. I said, uh, I didn't think of a name. I just thought of, I'd like to be covered in synthetic dust because I, I, I swept a chimney. And they said, shouldn't you get out there? That guy looks pretty. And they said, you're right, you're right. So then I went out and they said, so you don't have any synthetic. Uh, and then they I said, okay, thank you. And then I walked out and then Neural was on his phone, which I said, okay, we're going to have to deal with that. And they said, what are you looking at? Because it's Ariana Grande's birthday. And he goes, I was just, uh, t- you know, and I said, are you friends with Ariana Grande? He said, well, I was just wishing her happy birthday. And I said, Neural, uh, I said, uh, I said, well, geez, I guess that's, I said, uh, I like her voice. Uh, I said, okay, well, we got a thing for Ariana Grande. So maybe I can remember that. I said, what do you, I said, you should have her come by, actually. That might help. Maybe, I said, Are, is she in the area? And I said, ask her if she's really a dangerous woman. And he said, she's heard that before. And I said, you, you know, ask her, I said, I said, well, tell her if she doesn't make it, we'll have one less problem without her. And he said, those aren't, he goes, have you looked in her Twitter timeline? I said, no, I said, not at all. He said, I just go straight to the media. Uh, and I said, no, actually, I, I don't, I, I said, actually, I do. I haven't had a crush on her, but I said, maybe I'll look into it. And he said, no. And I said, neural, uh, neural. And then. I said, no, we got to get into the Dickens Fair. What is this messing around about? And I said, just remember Cropor. And I said, if you need to hold my hand, Earl, I'm totally comfortable hand-holding. And I said, your pants do look a bit blue. I said, you got blooming pants. Uh, I said, you know, and then I no cheap joke wasn't even. I said, are those bloomers in your pants? Or are you uh, thinking about Ariana? And he said, what's your name? And I said, Quaresma, Quaresma. He said, you could call me Monsieur Q. I said, Monsieur Q, Monsieur Q. He said, just call me Q. 
And he said, have you been? And I said, well, I said, I, I guess I am. I said, I'm not as smart as Q. I said, why don't you call me Q the Quar? Just call me Quar. And he said, I had a camp permit. He said, none of that's. And I said, come on, you're, you're buying time, Neural. And, and then we entered the Dickens Fair, and, you know, you go, we went out from the outside, a normal world, and then you descend, and it's, a, like, dusk inside in London. As long as you don't look up, you know, you just keep your eyes at it. And I told Neural all this. And I said, geez, with all the news, I didn't even think about it until we walked into London. And I said, wow, uh, with everything that's happened, I said, this is strange. And Neural said, it is, it is. Uh, and he said, well, we should savor every moment from Victorian London. Uh, and he said, why? And I said, well, I was just thinking of something to say. That's, I said, we're here to help you, Neural. You know, we can't help the entire island. And that's what I'm here. I'm getting paid for is to get you over your Dickens issues. And I said, Cropor, Cropor. So then we started walking the Dickens Fair. And it's like a Renaissance fair, but a little bit closer together. So there's a lot of shops as you walk on both sides, and then actors in the street. And we talked to some chimney sweeps, but Neural hung back. So, you know, I just had to be, you know, I just got into scoots mode. And, you know, well, as doing method, you know, the method, uh, method urchin. And I said, I'm Quar. R. And they said, What are you, a pirate urchin? And I said, No, I've, uh, and I said, pretended I lost my cat when I, you know, went down the chimney. And me and the chimney sweeps had a good thing going because they said, what are you trying to steal our business? And then I was pretending to take their sweeper. And I caught Neural looking a few times, you know, uh, watching us uh, and actually like uh, enjoying himself. And, uh, you know, we continued down the shop and then we went, in, you know, and then I went into a petticoat shop. and. Uh, called Petticoat Junction, and I tried on some shoes, and, you know, I got some laughs out of Neural, and then word spread ahead, so then they threw me out, you know, they said, what are you doing in this shop? You know, the method urchin worked, and then we ran across, like, the teetotalers, Jenison, they had their sign, and they were singing and reading from their, their book of verse, and... Neural was engaging with them, which was good. I, I, like, he was fully uh, kind of debating them, but in a nice way. And I was proud of Neural there. And then we went into the Adventurers Club, and then Neural decided, to, like, Neural started really getting into it. And he said, I'm here representing the ONPC. And, you know, you know, first people were like a little worried, but then uh, Neural was, you know, he's very uh, good at, uh, he's a businessman, a startup founder type. And so he you know, had no problem getting the room. Uh, and they said, well, what is the ONCCP or whatever? A couple of times I heard him say corpore to himself or whatever, but he said it's a new party. And he was saying, you know, that his bride, his, his French bride was coming from France. And he was talking about how uh, he was worried, you know, he started talking about the street urchins. And then he was saying that his party was going to clean up the streets of London. He was talking about these beggars. And then it uh, felt like passive aggressive, cause it, it, but it was not a, a so aggressive or egregious like that. Uh, it didn't seem crazy. It fit right in the moment. So all that, because the Adventures Club is like a lot of the the English, uh, the, the like the explorers and the military people are giving speeches and seminars in there. So they were all, he was just giving this totally persuasive argument about how, you know, with re-management of the, but, but so, and they thought I was a plant because they think they had seen me come in with him. And so people were scoffing and moving away from me and giving me sideways looks, all acting, just like a, a theater in the round or theater that you're in. It was it was mesmerizing. And then uh, the fact that I was getting paid an obscene amount of money where I thought I would be paid, I guess. And, you know, it's hard for me to be maintain those dual levels of, uh, you know, method, method, method street urchin and, uh, you know, 
pseudo 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 therapeutic relationship. Uh, but so I say, I said, where is he going with this? And he was talking about, uh, you know, firing all the reinvesting. And there was like this tension building and people would say, well, there's a, one of them here resident in it. And then I just, I said, okay, I got a good, and I, but I still didn't know. I was trying to say yes, you know, but I don't know any of those improv rules. Uh, you know, cause I just, I only have mental illness based improv with my own brain parts. So it's a different, uh, cause I can't say no, unfortunately. Cause I said, well, I'm your brain. I make the choice. I said, oh, great. Let me misfire. Go ahead and misfire another neuron. But I said, I started just laughing and I said, oh, the ONPC party. And they said, well, who are you, street urchin? Like someone yelled that. And, uh, and then Neural said, well, let him speak. Let him speak. I said, you represent the ONCP. I said, uh, I said, is that the uh, orphanage uh, nationalist uh, uh, party of conservatives? And then he said, it is, it is. And I said, you're thinking about nationalizing the orphanages or denationalizing them? And Neural said, uh, well, it's, it's a good, because I'm saying we should start a committee to look into it. I said, that's interesting, because uh, I said, are you wearing bloomers under those slacks? And they, he said, what? And then I said, uh, and now this is when it gets good, because I had... Uh, um, actually oh, an entire can can outfit under my slacks. So I busted my slack and I had to f- f- rip away slacks. And so then I busted out into a can can outfit and that was shocking. And I started doing a can can uh, to a song. I said, this man is not a, really a anti, you know, orphanage crusader. And then I said, uh, you know, waiting for his French bride to arrive. And then I started can canning, and then Neural said, "You know, uh, I was singing this song, Jason Larue, come back, please, you come back, please." Uh, which I don't know where that came from. And then Neural was dancing with me, and he seemed to be happy. But then he he even said, "Well, if you want us to stop, uh, you know, you need to uh, you need to give us money because people are like still, you know, because they're seeing me." Like can canning, you know, with my legs and and and, and you know, it's 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 the most anti can can. And these people were still; these were also these people were method uh, whatever adventurers. So, you know, they were repulsed. And uh, I mean, maybe a little bit too much chismo for my taste, you know, because you know. But I said, okay, they didn't say anything offensive where I would have had to, you know, brawl. But I said, you know, give us your Bill Cunninghams or whatever. And they said, what? I said, get, you know, I'll stop dancing as soon as you pay up. So then Neural walked around the bucket and we filled the bucket. And then, uh, you know, we had our laughs. And then they said, get out of our club, you know, never return, you ONCPers. And then uh, they noticed Neural was still mumbling corporal to himself. And I said, okay, well, uh, they said, great job. And he was still laughing. But, you know, this was only the, the I said, Neural, now we've got to take our, our money to Fagan's den and split it with uh, uh, Bill and Fagan. And he said, he said, Bill Cunningham? I said, no, no, no. He said, you know. I said, come on. So we made our way to Fagan's den. And Neural slowed down. The spring was out of his step, even though people were, you know, yelling at me because I was dressed as a can-can. And they were yelling at Neural because he was with a man dressed as a can-can. And also, I didn't even get my slacks all the way off, so they were dragging from the back of my dress. Uh, but anyway, it was, you know, glamour. And I had one of those, fe- I had even had one of those, fe- I think it's a feather thing in your head. Uh, and I had put lipstick on during while I was can-canning. So it looked, you know, I think I looked a little bit more like... Uh, well, you know, you just, you know, you don't want the light to catch me the wrong way. Otherwise, it'd be like, oh, goodness. Uh, I'll see that in my dreams tonight. And I'm not talking about can canning. Uh, so we headed to Fagan's Den. And I said, well, before I get there, and they said, no, 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 world spread. I, I forgot that we had paid all these people. So we got to Fagan's Den. 
And first Fagan was there, and he had a laugh, and he said, Oh, who's your new partner? And I said, This is the swirl. And at that point, Neural was into it. He said, The swirl, eh? I said, Yeah, he swirls around. He came up with this good thing, boss. Uh, and he said, I heard about it. It's all over town. You're can-canning, gross out. And I said, Well, what's so gross about me can-canning? And he said, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Just in the nice can can for Fagan. And then the Dodger came and Oliver and, you know, a couple other people whose names I always forget. One other kid whose name I always forget. And even Nancy came by. And we were all chatting it up and they were having a laugh and they were meeting Earl. Like he was a new member of the club. And then we sat down, and then Bill came. You know, Bill was all thing, and then we were talking about the split, you know, because you got to give Fagan a cut and Bill a cut. And then uh, Neural, like, this was the moment, because then Neural had to just say, uh, you know, what his cut was versus, and then they said, you know, because they wanted like 60 or 70%, and then 30% from me. And Neural to split, and Neural said, no. And they said, well, we won't work in this town, you know. All the street urchining goes through us. Uh, and then Neural, was, and I said, Neural, you know, you know, this is Bill Sykes. You know, we give him, and then we, he said, and then Bill said, I like the kid, you know, but he was being Bill, Bill Sykes. And then I said, Neural, calm it down. I said, we got to, he said, where, because then Bill and Fagan said, well, where are you going to sleep? You know, where, you know, who's going to watch over? And he said, well, uh, this guy is a Q, crazy Q. And I said, yeah, I watch over the swirl with partners. And then Fagan said, I thought you were in our crew. And I said, yeah, our crew. I said, come on, Neural, the swirl's in our crew now. And I said, how about this? I said, how about this? You give, I said, you give us 40% instead of 30%. And uh, you guys take 60 And I said, for the extra 10%, I said, the swirl will come up with the next big move. Uh, they said he came up with that one all on his own. And he said, okay, well, I, and they said, oh, tell a swirl. And then the swirl, he came up with, uh, but it was late at night. We were starting to pretend, you know, we're in method. And then he was saying that there was this USA uh, uh, party coming from the U.S., U.S. COL. And they said, what does that mean? He's in the swirl said, don't worry about it. And he said, we're going to need everybody in on this one. And he said, I need, he sent a, what, what do you call it? Arful Dodger and Oliver and the other two, Mary. He said, Mary, you stick with us. I said her name, Nancy. I just call her. But uh, he said, okay, he sent the kids, you know, Dodger and uh, Oliver. He said, you go down to the decks and you wait for a, a French woman, Laureana. The grand, the grand dame of France to come. And I said, I don't, and he said, don't worry about it. And he said, when you, when she gets here, you guys are Dave and Dave, you two boys. And they said, okay, okay. And he said, Bill and uh, Fagan, he goes, we're getting, and then there was the other guy. I don't know his name either. Uh, but, uh, he said, we're going to need a, he sent, sent the other guy for twine. He said, we're going to need a giant ball of twine. And then he said, Nancy, you're going to be my wife, Renato, uh, the Grand Dame of uh, France. And she said, well, who are they going to get, the Grande Ariana? And he, they said, well, that'll be his, his, his wife. And, and then everyone had a laugh at that. And they said, what is she? She loves can-can dancers. And they said, there is a subset of people that do. They said, okay, uh, it's not funny. And he was plotting the whole time, and he was telling Fagan and and Bill these complicated plans, but it all made sense, and it was going to be this big score. And he said, but he goes, we need to bed down for the night. And I said, well, you sent those kids to the docks. He said, yeah, don't worry, they'll make it. He goes, they're going to wait for their their ship to come in whenever it comes in. And so we bedded down for the night, uh, you know, which is like 20 minutes. And uh, I said, well, how are you doing there, Kyle Paul or Coral Poor? And he said, I'm good, I'm good. And I said, well, what are you, I said, uh. He said, so we're both going for a big score. He said, yeah, big score. 
And they said, you got Oliver and Arful Dodger involved in this. They said, you're going to double-cross Bill Sykes, aren't you? And he said, I am. He said, because I'm not sharing that percentage. And I said, well, they said, you might Bill, Bill Sykes is of this world, not of your world, Neural. And they said, you got to go one more level of method. Uh, because Bill won't take it out on you. You know, Bill Sykes is, he, he goes, he, he's the, uh, he's the psychiest psych in the, of the psychs. And I said, plus, I'm pretty sure, no offense, not to break character, Neural, but I said, I think that was an A Team episode. And I know the actor that plays Bill Sykes watched every A Team episode ever. So I think he already knows your, your double cross plan, you know, to lead them out. Under the edge of the town, and then you have burlap sack that's really looks like dirt. And then I said the Murdoch, which I guess would be me in this case. I pretend I'm a Hollywood casting agent, and then I say step into the makeup truck, and then that's the truck that drives him off. Uh, and he said, "Really?" But he, he said it would be a paddy wagon. And I said, "Yeah, he knows." I said, "He's already sykesing. He's he's method sykesing you." So I said, you need to adjust the plans. And I said, why uh, does it have to be this way? Uh, urchin, you know, he said, what, what, is there another way? And he said, I don't know if there is. He said, we could go. He goes, we could just keep seeding. You know, I could just keep using my plans and uh, we could just keep making Sykes and, and Fagan richer. And I said, well, there's got to be another way. They say, because isn't this about uh, Oliver, really, this tale in some sense, uh, if we take a step back? And uh, they said, you know, the kid out on the street licking a bag. And he said, he goes, bed down, bed down. And then just as we were uh, resting our heads, these like these horns started to play. And, you know, I mean, we, we woke up and then... Uh, these French, these French dudes, uh, like dressing whatever Victorian era French military outfits came, and they were marching, and they said, "Clear the way for the Vendome out on the ground." And then came marching in with uh, all these escorts, was one and the only, uh, dressed in some sort of. Uh, uh, I said, holy moly, this is a diva. I mean, this is a real diva, real life diva. And, and I said, holy mackerel. I said, I, I was floored, to be honest. And then she said, and, and I guess that Saturday Night Live performance, I remember seeing that on YouTube, it was very impressive, but she was method too. So she said, where is my personal kinkan dancer? And then she said, and then, uh, and then Neural stepped out, and I could tell there was something. I said, uh, but then I said, well, I think I'm developing a crush. And I said, well, no, I don't think that so you should have a crush on her. It's not. And then Nancy kept elbowing me, and I said, oh, boy. I said, Nancy, you're tr-. I said, you're trouble for me. And she said, it's one less. Pre-. And I said, well, boy, I said, you're good. I said, you still got, ev-. I said, even in a method, we got to get cheap jokes in. And I said, I feel like I'm in a Dickensian, you know, a fa- piece of Dickensian fan fiction, poorly written and strung together. And then Neural elbowed me, and he fell to his knee, took Ariana Grande's character's hand in his, his, and he kissed it. And then I noticed that she was in such character that while she looked glamorous, like I think she was so method that her clothing was faux glamorous on purpose, like faux, faux glamorous. And I was like, holy crap. And then I said, well, I said, if someone's that method, how could I? And then Nancy elbowed me again. She said, pay attention here. This is, and I said, you're right. This is for neural. And then he said, my damn, I've seemed to have brought, you seem to have come to a place of great danger here. And in the deepest, darkest heart of London, and she, he said, it's the worst possible time, a time of crisis. And she said, there's always a crisis in London. And he said, come on. I said, let's not pander here to cheap, 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 cheap. And he said, no, no. He said, this is a moral dilemma. And she said, really? 
And I said, I have heard your uncle passed. And she said, he has, but I have not uh, received the funds. They come immediately. They follow me. And meanwhile, you know, she was she was stunning. And she she started to sing a song about her uncle. So then I was like, well, we're in a musical. That went on for a while. So all these Londoners, and I guess the actors were like, that's freaking Ariana Grande. You know, everyone was gathered around. And she said, well, how, you know, after the song, she said, well, how could I relieve the danger here in London? And he said, well, if only your uh, uncle's money had arrived with you. She said, it trails behind me, my dear. And he, 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 said, he said, if only that money had arrived, he goes, you could do, donate money to these orphans and to the poor caretakers. And then Bill and Fagan were hamming it up, you know. Like Bill was like, you know, we had Oliver on his lap, you know, holding them. Uh, then the dudes from the Adventurers Club come and they said, well, we're here to nationalize the orphanages. And then he said, if only we had the funds, you know, because if, if only it was so, wasn't like a. And then uh, Neural said, well, if only everyone paid their share, you know, we would could nationalize the orphanages and we wouldn't have to be so austere. And I said, well, it's a little, I said, you're breaking subtext there, Neural. I said, well, boy. And he said, if only we had a way to save these orphans. Uh, and he said, maybe even to make something better than nationalization. And she said, well, I could donate some of my uncle's money, but we'd need some money in the interim. And then, like, uh, all these fake rich people said, well, I'll donate. And then it was like this donate auction. And then Neural started auctioning off songs from her. And then I started dancing and she would sing a song and I would dance. And then they would auction. They'd have two auctions, you know, one for her to sing and the one for me to stop dancing while she was singing. So it was a dual income stream, dual donation stream. And then Neural was raising all this fake money for the orphanage. And then, uh, of course, then they busted Fagan and, and they said, well, geez, well, and then she, then he said, well, only if you could stay and the two of us could run the orphanage together. And I said, well, what about, I said, what about the can-can dancer and the French woman? And I said, doesn't that sound like a better story? And he said, that sounds, and I, he goes, that's not even like, he goes, that's like a Dickens character. It's like a fan fiction of a Dickens character writing fan fiction. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what it is because I'm writing it right now. And then that, that kind of killed it. And then they said, well, the orphanage is saved. Yeah. And then everyone cheered, and then she sang again. And then it was like, and then all the actors started singing, and it was, it was mind-blowing. Mind like, it became, I mean, this will be taught, like, if, if, we, if we didn't have to sign NDAs, uh, like I said, mine had coffee spilled on it before I signed but everyone else, it would be like this legend about uh, uh, Ren Fair, Dickens Fairs, because it was just like, I mean, and she really does have a good voice. Holy mackerel. And yes, I did kiss Nancy because uh, I guess Neural and Ariana might be dating. Maybe. I don't know. But so that was it. And then, I mean, it was like this all night thing and, and, uh, and then we headed back out to the, the 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 van to change out of our clothes. And Neural's quiet. You know, he was sinking, and uh, we changed out and 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 got back into our normal clothes. And Neural said, "Thank you. Uh, he goes, thank you for helping me deal with my Dickens issues." And I said, "You know, those those kind of Dickens issues, in my experience, Neural, they don't really ever go away." I said, just get better at dealing with them. And I didn't help you at all. As a matter of fact, I said, uh, I said, you dealt with all of the issues. And I was like, you, I said, uh, I said, I, I know there's a strange line we crossed tonight uh, that the therapeutic community would be appalled at. And that the cosplay community, you know, the, you know, they said, you know, but, uh, and they said, Charles Dickens is definitely rolling over in his grave somewhere. But he said, you saved, uh, 
those orphans and you got you asked for money. I said, and you did it in a creative way, and you did your best. And I said, uh, I said, I, I don't know what to tell you other than that was a hell of an adventure. And he said, well, I got to go. And I said, well, geez, if you, I said, I guess that's what you could think about the next time somebody. They said, you get stressed, you know. And I said, or you could just, I said, think about it this way. If you don't get irritated when someone, like when your Dickens issues come up, just picture me can-can dancing. And I said, that might distract. And he said, yeah. He said, that might work. He said, or kissing Ariana or her, just thinking about her. I said, singing. He said, yeah, maybe with her singing while you can-can dance. And I said, yeah. And I said, he said, that could work. Thank you. And he said, you're right, though. I guess I did figure this out on my own. He goes, you did call me the swirl. And he goes, I didn't want to be called the swirl. And I said, I don't need to be paid for this mission. I said, I said actually, it costs. I said, you know what, I, I did this one for free, Neural. Uh, you know, I, if I knew calling you a swirl would have given, I said, you know, I called one of my friend's daughters the noosh. And she didn't like that. He didn't. He didn't like it either. Uh, but I said, you know, I, I had the greatest night of my life, I think, and they're all working with you. And he said, don't, he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, if I need you, I'll call. And I said, well, I'll always be there, Neural, uh, to can-can for you when you need it. And he said, you will. And I said, so maybe you should pay me then. And he said, no, I think you've learned a lot too. And I said, hmm. He said, well, I've learned, uh, I said, well, I guess, uh, that you're better at asking for money than I am, Neural. And he said, you got that right. And then that was it. That was it. He was gone in another limo. And then I said, maybe that wasn't even real, that part. But, uh, and that was it. And a night with Neural and his Dickens issues. Uh, thanks everybody. Good night.